Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing a thought of the day. I want to share something with you today that I learned from my friend and mentor, Dale Bayos. And um, <clears throat> Dale is a, a great man who lives in Canada, in Toronto, with his wife Karen. And I had the great privilege of working with Dale, alongside Dale, for uh, about a year and a half. And um, <clears throat> this was a time in my life when I learned a lot. And, and I think one of the first things I want to share before I go into one of the key lessons that I learned from Dale is that when we position ourselves in such a way where we can contribute to and add value to the lives of people who are further ahead than what we are and know more than we do and have more experience than what we do, that's a real kingdom principle. And uh, I, I shared about this in one of my previous uh, podcasts, but you look at things like Joshua and Moses and Elisha and Elijah. And there are many other examples in scriptures, even Samuel and how he served with Eli, <clears throat> that it's through that process of taking what we've got, which may be quite limited, and putting that at the disposal of someone else to advance their cause. And that's the key thing, is that oftentimes we want to advance our own cause and we're interested in our own agendas and our own objectives and our own stuff. And that's great because Yahweh put that in our hearts, but oftentimes I, I find that there's uh, difficulty in terms of the timing that people have in wanting to pursue their own agendas versus tapping into someone else's mission and objective and saying, hey, how can I add value to your process? So um, what's fantastic now is that there's um, a young couple working with me here in New Zealand now, Aaron and Livy Linden, and, and they're a fantastic couple and they're, they're working with me and they've done this very thing. And so now I get to be on the other side of the process where, uh, yeah, I get to give input and, <clears throat> and guidance and direction. And there's always a two-way exchange that takes place. Um, but yeah, the main, the main thing I wanted to share today with you is a formula, if you will, that um, I learned from Dale that has become <clears throat> a framework for me in terms of how, how I see life, how I see progress, how I check up on myself to see where I'm at. And the formula is, is this. Dale said to me, Robbie, Character plus competence equals credibility. And when I first heard it, I thought, oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's an interesting statement. But I went away and thought about it some more. And over the years, I've realized that it makes complete sense. So let me just break those three things down real quick. Character is our willingness to take responsibility. It's the ability to follow through with what we've committed to. Character is showing up when you don't want to show up. Character to me is turning up on time. Character is what you do when no one's watching. Character is making those difficult choices to your own detriment to maintain your sense of integrity. And <clears throat> character is also being willing to say no to the shiny object syndrome, which is getting distracted with all, all sorts of things that are not relevant to your current mission. Character is knowing that 
you might have something really wise to say, but it may not be the right context or setting to say it, so you shut your mouth instead. Right, so character is all of these things that, um, that it's, it's not sexy. It comes down to a choice. A choice to do what's right instead of a choice to do what is convenient. The next element to look at is competence. Right? Competence is simply do you have the skill set? Do you have the knowledge? Do you have the wisdom? And that's why the scripture says to us, get wisdom, get knowledge, get understanding, obtain these things. And I find that, um, again, the scripture says, there's more hope for a fool than for one who is wise in his own eyes. Right? And, and oftentimes we misjudge our own level of competence. Right? And it's, it's a very easy mistake to make, and I've made it very, very many times before, where I think I'm further ahead than what I am, or I think I'm more clever than what I really am, or I think I know more than what I actually do. And, and I think I'm better at something than I actually am. And we can oftentimes be blind to our own incompetence. And one of the best examples of where you can see this is, I don't know if you've ever watched America's Got Talent or um, The Voice or some similar show like that where they're doing the auditions and someone gets up on stage and thinks that they're the best singer that the world has ever seen, but that absolutely and totally tone deaf and they they can't sing and then the poor judges have to say to them i don't know how to break this to you but actually you can't sing go and do something else or do us all a favor and get off the stage right and and i find that we do this not to such a not to the same extent but we do this in life is that oftentimes we think that we're much further ahead or we're much better at something than what we actually are and so What's required is for us to humble ourselves and say, okay, why don't I engage with the process of learning? Why don't I talk to someone who's had success in this area and actually put the effort into developing the competence, right? Developing the knowledge, developing the skill set, developing what's necessary to be able to follow through with something effectively. So sometimes someone has great character right? They're truthful, they're honest, they show up on time, they follow through with their word, but they're incompetent. They're not competent at what they do, right? And and one of the excuses that we often use is, oh, God will show me what to do. I, I remember many years ago, and I laugh at this now, I got into share investing, and I, I just went with this concept like, okay, well, the Father will just show me what to invest in. Well, guess what? I lost all my money right? And Yahweh was probably laughing at me. And that's because I tried to take a shortcut. I tried to uh, yeah, gain <clears throat> gain an outcome without putting in the, the effort, the energy, the hard work to, to read the books, to learn from the masters, to understand the tools, to understand the tactics and the strategies and the methodologies that are associated with investment. And guess what? I was totally conning myself into thinking that I could succeed at something without first going through the process of learning. Um, and and I find that oftentimes the, the reason for incompetence is that somebody is not teachable, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever been around someone that um, is not teachable, that they don't want to listen, they don't want to hear, they know it, they know it all, they're full of all the answers, 
right? And so one of the one of the ways to avoid that is to always have more questions than answers, right? And and that's the way that we learn, that's the way that we understand, and that's the way that we develop by asking relevant questions to the right people um, in order to promote our own growth. And so so that's competence. Competence is someone who's trained, someone who's effective, someone who knows what they're doing, someone who's been through the process. And someone who understands what it is uh, that they're doing. So then the third element is credibility. So remember, the framework is character plus competence equals credibility. Credibility can be summed up really in, in one word, and that's trust, right? To what degree do you take someone seriously? And again, this is what Dale would teach me. He says, if you don't have character and competence, you won't be taken seriously. And when you're not taken seriously, someone doesn't trust you. And when someone doesn't trust you, they're not going to give you the types of opportunities that they would have had they've trust you. And so we demonstrate our credibility through character and competence. Um, and so uh, one of the stories I look at uh, when I think of these concepts is the story of the talents. And so it says that the master divided the talents to each of the servants according to their ability, right? And the interesting thing is, is he goes away. He leaves them to it. And we oftentimes have this concept that our father's going to do everything for us. And like we see in the story with the master is that there was some distance between the master and the servants in the sense that the master wanted to, I believe, the master wanted to gauge what was the level of character and what was the level of competence, right? And so when he came back and the two faithful servants had demonstrated to him that they were willing to take risks, that they were willing to use their initiative, that they were willing to get out there and have a go, that, that they were able to, and here's the key word, produce a result, they were able to produce a result. It, it demonstrated to the master that these two servants had both character and competence, right? They used their abilities. They used their skills. They used their strength. And notice how he says to them, well done, right? And, and w- the reason I bring that up is because he's actually acknowledging that they did this. It wasn't the father that did this. He said, you, you did this. Like, well done. You did this. And and a thing that sometimes we fail to take ownership of our mistakes and ownership of our victories because we'd rather project it out onto some external factor outside of ourselves. Obviously, the third servant did not prove himself very well, both in terms of character and competence. Why? Because he lived in a state of fear, right? And his mind was focused on a neg- on avoiding a negative outcome rather than pursuing a positive one. And so we know that um, in, in the related parable of the Minas, the master says, you know, I'm going to let you now rule over 10 cities. So that begs the question, do you think he was really interested in multiplying his money? Or do you think he was more interested in seeing what these people were made of in terms of what was their character, what was their level of competence, and what can I trust them with? Because this was a great test for him to see what was really in them. And 
as a result of the of the two passing the test, I believe that they gained a level of trust in the eyes of the master. They gained a level of credibility and they demonstrated to him, I can be trusted, you can give me more. And so jumping from uh, you know, a bit of money to ruling 10 cities is a massive, massive jump. And that shows us again, the heart of the father that his heart is to want to trust us with more. And so sometimes we find ourselves in a position of lack of restriction of limitation of not having enough. And we think that, oh, you know, it's just my season, or it's just something that God is doing to me. And you know, some I, I suppose in some cases that that may be that may be the case. But I would I would submit to you that nine times out of ten, there's an issue with somebody's character, or they haven't developed the credibility, and therefore are not trustworthy. And so, the Bible says that you you can't pour new wine into an old wineskin, right? And what it means by that is, in this context, is that you need the structural integrity both in terms of character and competence for the father to pour out the provision into. And so I, I, I look at myself in the mirror often. And when I say that it's a metaphor, I look at myself and say, where's my character at? Where's what areas am I not competent in? Where do, where do I need to develop? Right. And oftentimes we can blame people or circumstances or we can blame events or we can blame God even. Right, if we're not succeeding in something and we're not progressing in something, and the kingdom's ever expanding, it's line upon line, precept upon precept, glory to glory. There's always it's always expanding, it's always progressing, it's it's always growing. And the question is, are you part of that growth, or are you stuck? And if you're stuck, this is one of the really great places to start. Assess your character. You know, be faithful in the small things, be faithful with the little and you'll be trusted with much. However, the opposite of that is also true. If you're not faithful with the little, you will not be trusted with much and you will remain stuck. Right. And and that applies for all of us. And this is about positioning ourselves in such a way that the father can uh, recognize that we have character, competence and therefore credibility in his eyes and not only his eyes in the eyes of man and in those who we're working with and serving. All right, guys, well, it's been great to share this with you. Uh, I promise you, if you apply these things well, that your life will progress, you'll go to the next level, uh, more opportunities will come your way, and I bless you to succeed and to prosper. Over and out.